two, one. All right. All right, all right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. As always, I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Afia, and I am joined by my friends Whip and John. Say hey, guys. Deuces. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right. As you can see, we got we got one of the, the three birds are finally back together. Whip is back, and we're here for a great, great show. Um, especially after that ridiculous game against the the Raptors. We got something to talk about tonight. So it's a good time to be back. All right. The title of our show, episode 42, is called Ball Don't Lie, but refs do. Okay. <laughs> All right. And we just gonna get right into it. All right. Um, as always, we are so happy to announce our partnership with Amaze Media Labs to be the official uh, podcast of the Pigskin Network. You can find the Three Birds and a Punt on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, Apple, Megaphone, wherever you get your podcast. Um, at Three Birds and a Punt, please download, subscribe. We really do appreciate the fans and all the uh, support we've been getting. You guys have been great. Indeed. All right, y'all. I just want to jump into this game because, honestly, I'm going to tell the fans, we had a whole different title for this show, okay? It was supposed to be titled Sweep and Coming, okay? And yet, here we go. I don't know if it was JoJo's hand. I don't know if it was the the moment. I don't Nothing, nothing looked right. They didn't look interested, engaged, mentally. All of it was bad. So, what what was y'all thoughts? What are y'all seeing? I'll start with you. Man. We haven't heard you for a while. Salutations, everybody. It's been a minute. John, look, John, happy to hell him, but he's smiling hard as shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. You said you don't know what it is. Shit, you know what it is. Them goddamn refs. Man. Yeah, but refs can't explain JoJo's body language, though. No. That Listen, ref, that ref in particular, has caused some very that, questionable right, calls, like, questionable games of ours. Dude, in the past too. dude has a tore ligament in his hand. All right. Okay. Fair. Okay. And you and I, or John, nobody don't know unless you really had that shit in your hand. We don't know how it really feels. Fair. All right. To be, to be honest with you, yo, this may sound corny, crappy, whatever. Sixers didn't want to win this game today. They want to win. So? They want to win it at home. All right. They they want to win it at home. Matisse wasn't able to play. You know they they want to win it at home. They want to see the Philly fans go off. They want to see Harden advance to the second round in his new hometown of Philly. Yeah. They didn't want to win that. And here's another thing: the referees, man. Look, that boy Nick Nurse, man. Salute to you, dude. You finally. <laughs> Yeah, that was their that was their gift. There's the game, and then there's gift. the game within the game. Oh, sorry, John. No, 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 no. The the, the dude, the dude been be not bitching. The be game watching. within the game. Since since game one, he he, he been doing it so much to where <laughs> the, the the officials when they go home from a hard day's work, they turn on ESPN. They gonna see him bitching again. So he, yeah. them. I need y'all to help me. Like, nobody can contain JoJo, man. Nobody can. And the only ones who can put him down and defend him is them officials. Yeah. Job today. That's what they did. And, and, and if anybody watched that game like I did, 
you have to admit, come on, man, listen, there's the cat name, um, uh, uh, Pascal Siakam. Yes, Siakam. The, 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 the boy and the flopping is ridiculous, yo. Yo, we pushed off so many times, and yet there was never a call. And whenever you could see any hint of that on our side, whistle, whistle, whistle. I I do agree with you on that aspect of, like, the refs really put put their stamp on this game more so than anything. Yes, they did. And and it's unfortunate, guys, that it's like that through all sports, man. Yeah. Because it's like you bust your ass, you trained your ass off to get where you needed to be, to be a professional at your craft. And <laughs> everything you put in blood, sweat, and tears, you got this man bald-headed with hair on the side of his head with a black and white shirt on going to determine what you did and what you didn't do when you know damn well it was done right. I think that's bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> Okay, but let me play devil's advocate here. The last three games, when the calls were going our way, and we was going to the line, uh, practically the whole damn game, and 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 Nick Nurse was bitching at the rest because we was going to the line too damn much. Did you have that same argument? No, I don't. Because if you if you look at back at the look at the games, they was following them. Yeah, I mean, there were some clear I'm calls. Not, no, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just not disagreeing with you. But, but you, you see, it's gonna. To me, it's not. To me, it's not that the. It's not an issue that the refs called the game. It's that they didn't call it fair. Yeah. They they were they were getting us for ticky tacky stuff that they weren't getting the other what, team. That's, for. Yeah. Tobias gets an offensive foul for for turning. For what, turning. Right. Nick, listen, guys. Where did we where 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 did we play at today? Toronto. Okay, we right. You played in Toronto. Nick Nurse lives there with his squad. <laughs> that's that's their place of employment. So you better believe the powers that be over him was like, look, man, get the word. Out. How you gonna get the word out? Put it on on the media. Put it on social media. You know, if you say some old bullshit, everybody gonna eat it up and is gonna get around. The officials is eating breakfast with their wives, and they say, oh. Gotta go to work. Gotta call some shit on these Philly boys, and, <laughs> and that's and that's what it was. And if you look at the first, the first uh three games, look at the first three games. What? Yeah, I, it, I would say this. I would say this that I agree with you. Like the the way that they was calling the game was obviously skewed, you know. And I think that for sure the Toronto took advantage of it by going the extra mile and. And pretending when they didn't, you know, to get more calls. And I agree with you too that that Toronto they wanted a game five, and so they pushed it to a game five. You know, but at the same time, at the same time, we had right there was a moment in the third quarter we were down one. It was like eighty one to eighty two or eighty three. Okay, we had a moment where any one of our players, Maxi, Harden, JoJo. Any one of them could have just, even Tobias before he got hurt, you know, could have dialed it up just a little bit more, and that game would have been easily won instead of put away the way it was. And they just did not mentally get themselves up for the task. And you, well, however the refs called the game, that part I think is still pretty obvious that the team itself, like maybe you say they won the winning in Philly. They wasn't feeling it, willing winning here in Toronto. They already won one in Toronto. They didn't care. I don't know what it was, but they weren't 
at, like as engaged as engaged as you want to see that team at a game on a game four for on the, on the verge of a sweep, they weren't they weren't ready. JoJo was hurt too, man. And this, yeah, and when he's not, when he's off, you get it. the The energy's not, the energy's not there. And like, I think Maxi feeds off of that, and that's why he was like kind of slowed. He was like pass first. Maxi will feed off that Philly crowd, brother. That's that's what's going to get him going. And oh yeah, and when he blows past, yeah, whoever. At at the end of the day. They had our number in the regular season. Playoffs is not the regular season. You already see how we get down during the playoffs. We lost today. Whoopity fucking do. Okay. We're going to go back to Philly. We're going to do the damn thing. And it's going to be over. So here's the thing. Uh, Fiebel going to play. You're going to have Philly faithful in the building. It, it's it's going to be insane. So, I mean, and not only that, man, not only the referees cheating. You know, like I said, I've been away – would have been three shows I haven't been on, guys. It's been a minute. Listen, and and, and speaking of Embiid, man, I'm, I'm going to put this out there to all you ESPN media cats, all of you ass holios of the world. Y'all going to sit here and don't vote Joel Embiid as the MVP? We talked about that. That's, I, I know y'all did. And, I, and this is, I wanted to put my three cents in it real quick. Mm. I think it's bullshit. All right. You don't want to see this man succeed for some strange reason. <laughs> the scoring title, the man ligament is touring his hand. Ben Simmons put us through bullshit. All the stuff that this man has endured, and you still won't get his dude the title. The most That's, valuable player. It's yeah, not the- I, I I just call the, the national media man, and a, a lot of people don't don't get him there. Just do because just because of them. We can't witness this man become MVP because they so in love with Joker that they refuse to see who the better player is, and we have to sit back and and take it. I wonder, y'all, what do y'all think about this? I've seen on Twitter and all over the place that there's, like, this argument to be made that there is a deliberate, like, call it a conspiracy, if you will, that the league is deliberately denying JoJo the MVP because they don't want to validate the process, right? They don't want to validate the idea that teams can um, lose on purpose in order to establish better draft position. Uh, I I agree one million percent with that. Oh, yeah, you think so? How about you, John? You feel like like that was real? Yeah. Yeah. Think Think about that, John Adam Silver. Think about what he he was doing. What what happened to the to the old GM here? He got vilified. Exactly. Slandered. Exactly. Yeah. So now that the man, you know, put up the numbers twice in a row last year and this year, you give it to Joker, then you're gonna give it to him again. Why? Just to keep MB from not getting it. There's nobody in yeah. the NBA this year better than this man. Nope. This man is a is a living, breathing titan. All right, real rap. <laughs> you can't do nothing with him. You can't do nothing with him. The dude is a stretch five. He can do whatever he wants. You can't do nothing with him. And and Joker is for God's sake, Dr- Draymond Green is shutting this man down, dog. <laughs> they on the verge of getting and, sweat. Yeah, Jojo gets triple teamed every time he touches and he the still, ball. And, and then, then he shoot a three pointer being triple teamed. And make it. And make it to end the game. Like, come on, dog. Like, like, what is it? Like, 
I don't know what it is. Somebody alarm is popping. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's crazy. It's just that I, 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 it breaks my heart, man, as a Joel and B fan and just a fan of basketball, period, that the conspiracy theory is like written all over your face. It's easy to see. It's right there. And you don't want to get this man was rightfully his because of the process. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Did, they, did they vote yet? Like, yeah, they, they voted before the playoffs started. Yeah, that's sad, cuz. So everything has been locked in. So before you get to see, you know, your reigning MVP get bounced uh, after, after, you know, potentially not winning any games, and then you see what JoJo was doing, notwithstanding the first game after being diagnosed with, like you said, a torn ligament, he's dominating, okay? Nobody can guard him. He's being double teamed and triple teamed, and he's still getting his shots in. You know, I think – I think what you saw tonight was when it doesn't start out going well for him early, sometimes he gets a little disengaged. And I think maybe his hand was hurting him a lot, enough so that clearly he couldn't, you know, operate at his best. I agree. I I hate the fact that we all know that Joel's not going to win it, but there might be a silver lining to that. Him not winning, but we don't find out until the end of the season, right? Or no, I think we'll find out before the NBA championship, right? So that I'd rather him be finals MVP with a world championship. That will be the ultimate. So That's yeah, the- don't give it to don't give him the MVP. He deserves it. Nobody can stop the dude, nobody can touch the dude. Let, let them not give him the MVP. I call it Walker and win the world championship instead, and he's gonna be the, the finals MVP. I call then it. Then he's gonna. Then he's gonna say, "Now what do I have to do?" Then they're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be riding him, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's a clear cut MVP. He should have been the MVP last year." That is what I call the Michael Jordan revenge, because when they gave it to Karl Malone, he was like, "Okay, you can have that. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get the thing that he won." Mm-hmm. And, and 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 and. The only thing that scares me about Joel going to go get the thing that he want is, one, the powers that be in the NBA, as you can see, he's officials, and his coach. <laughs> yeah. Like, real. real he's right. been coaching well, though. I had to get, we had to give Doc praise, though. Yeah. The last two get, I mean, it this game was on. And Rivers no goddamn praise, brother. You understand last me? Last game, he, call, he called a timeout. He I don't give a damn if he I'm out seven seven games ago. Playing playing B ball Paul. Playing B ball Paul and Shay. How many times did you see me tweet that before he played him? Come on, be real. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We 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 we've been on a B ball Paul victory tour. Yeah, okay, but we stayed on his neck and he But who 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 was the main one on Maury all the time? Okay, we no 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 doubt about that, and it and it's working, right? Because I definitely think that he's been much better these playoffs than than ever before. I mean, he got to put this game away. Like we can't like this. This isn't no situation where we go home and then for some inexplicable reason it turns into a three-two game. Like nobody is dealing with that nonsense. And with Doc, that is a concern because you know even though everybody liked, I guess his press conference at the end of the game where he was like, yeah, I'm not going to complain about the refs like the other side do. And, we, you know, the Sixers just weren't ready to play, like just mentally, blah, blah, blah. You the coach. You, all right, I see you calling them out, but 
it was your job to get them mentally ready and mentally prepared. What was going on during the week? Like this energy just doesn't show up on game time. I I I I, I the energy you. came from playing the younger guys too. Uh, I know earlier, like Isaiah Joe and I'm, I'm I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in the sense of like no. the the fact that they that they didn't seem interested in winning no. today. It, it, is it is it it, it it starts it starts from the head coach. What were you doing to make sure that they stayed engaged to recognize that we have an opportunity to rip out the Raptors? Part like like there are ways that you can invigorate and engage and get your your stars ready to play even when they're hurt and even when they're disinterested. Why wasn't he out there reminding JoJo the last time we was in Toronto and we had our chance at the championship ripped away and now we're giving them a like where was so, the motivational so, talk so, to get the team ready? So so let me let me piggyback off of what you just said. You said Glenn Rivers was trying to why wasn't he motivating and be about what happened to Toronto? I think he did, but he, he said, said he did. But I think he said, you know what? But now we're gonna get them back in Philly. You yeah, said- but I, listen. But to me, to me, the idea that's a little bit arrogant. I, I, I get what you're saying. This idea, like, like let's just go home. Let's just win it at home. Like, fuck, yeah. fuck Toronto. Let's just win it at home. Mm-hmm. But you had a chance to rip their heart out and just and have a week to get rested and get yeah, ready. But- like, I, I get the benefit of winning it at home, but. I don't know, man. I think I think I hope that don't come back to bite us in the ass. This is I think that it's easy to win at home. Uh, Jojo, there is a benefit <laughs> with us losing today, and if we if we wrap it up on Monday, at yeah. least if we if we would have sweeped, we would have had like this whole weekend. They would have been off for a while because that Miami series is going to. And his hand would have had more time to heal, and a lot of things hey, just would have been different. I don't know. So here's here's the thing with that. I don't want a lot of rest ready to play Miami. Yeah, exactly. I don't need I don't need no uh, a whole week off. Nope. No, because guess what? You got to be game ready and yeah. being ready right now is their is their mentality. All you got to do now go back when it Monday. You rest a day, three days, or whatever. Get your hand right, ice it, do what you got to do. Get get the masseuse, whatever you got to do. Be ready. No, well, I don't. That's the thing. I don't need no break. No, no. No, because I want I want to I want to be just as equal as Miami is. Yeah, man, we both gonna be. I mean, I guess, I guess, but you know what I what I what I don't want to see is like, listen, we got a big man, okay? JoJo is a big man. We're trying to play sixteen games in a short period of time. This is a man that if we're trying to have maintain this steady pace of not really getting too much rest and kind of just going through series after series, making it to the way. We know his in, his his injury history. He already now already has his torn hand. I do think that I'm not here to say that the that that the wear and tear is is having an impact, but you can't deny that the more that he is putting his body out there consistently over a three four game period, the more prone he is to have an injury that's going to set us back in a big way. So to me, the more time that he can have to rest between these series, the better it would be for him being emotionally ready every single game because clearly he was tired. Well, I mean, let's just call it a bean a bean. He was tired. I agree with you on that, but this is where Glenn Rivers need to adapt. You already, you, you showed us now that all of a sudden it took the fans of Philly to, 
call your Bumpy Johnson looking ass out to start. I think it was his staff. He has a really yeah. good staff. It was his staff because you and I both know he 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 would rather play them older dudes over this dude, yeah. regardless. All right. And here's the thing: you bring you bring in Paul Reed. Okay, cool. That's good. So now let's keep let's keep going to the young guys. Let's let's see what they can do. And you're right. Embiid is tired. And and thank God for Paul Reed being there and Bassey actually being on the bench because now. You know, if something ever had had to happen, I hate, you know, I got two big men. I know they probably can't get the job done, but they can keep us in the game. You know, I, that's how I look at it. But, no, I agree with you on that. He's tired, but it's, it's going, it was going bound to, bound to, you know, happen anyways. Because even though they wanted to sweep, that, that man tired. So, okay, cool. Now they're going to fly back to Philly. He's going to be with his, his son, his wife. He's going to get to chill for a day or two or whatever. And they back at it, but they're going to end it on Monday. Maxi going to snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need another big Maxi game. I do think that you know we can afford to have like we have four reliable players. Like mm, Tobias is a little streaky, but I'll say before but that's our next topic. Talking about how Tobias has actually been playing really well this series. So we have four reliable players right now this series. When two or more of them aren't at their at their most, like best at their best that's when we tend to struggle and i think that's what you saw today like like tobias was giving great d he was bringing great effort you know but everybody else really wasn't able to kind of put that same energy out there for that whole four periods and i definitely think that especially when tobias went out um hurt that really hurt us really bad because danny green went in and none of danny green's shots went in like none that's of them. the shake there i was like why not play shake I don't know. I, I don't think our bench was. Again, I think I think our bench is a waiting liability, and it was a little bit exposed here when our stars go a little quiet, and we because that's what the Raptors did, right? The Raptors went to their bench in order to get them to sort of facilitate some more points, and after that, get comfortable, and then that, and then that got uh, what's it called, Siakam going, right? Yeah. We don't necessarily have a bench player to get the team the stars energized or if we do they're not really consistent enough like I, I i feel that if we had had seth green on that on this team we would have won that game you mean seth curry okay yeah seth curry i did say seth green look at me <laughs> seth curry we had had seth curry i think we would have won that game i agree yeah yeah i mean you know? um i just don't think so i do think that when they can sort of expose our bench we're in trouble well like i said man dot is Dot on a dot. If you see them going young, you go young. Damn it! It's just that. It's just that simple. It's 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 like, look, man. <laughs> you play chess. You know how the rules is. You know, it's just that simple. You 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 say and gave you know the Philly faithful that bullshit. Like, hey hey hey, listen, let me break it down for y'all who don't understand. Yeah, that was when, condescending bullshit. Yeah, when we when we play a bigger big, we gonna play DJ. When we play a smaller big, we're going to play B-Ball Paul. How'd that work out, Doc? Just play B-Ball Paul in it forever. <laughs> yeah, he's full of – listen, dude, Glenn Rivers is full of shit. I honestly hope – I hope that that man is fired this year, man. Or and after winning the world championship whip, you can't have it both ways. He's a poor winner as coach. He's going. He got to go, man. That no, dude. no, no. So, like, literally, I'm going to toss it out there. What would you rather? Would you rather Glenn Rivers get fired or would you rather win the I want, NBA championship? I, I want Glenn Rivers to get fired. 
More so than you want to watch it. For real? I do. Damn, you heard it here, folks. I mean that all my life. I'm not joking. Because, dude, I, I have never in my life met a man so motherfucking stubborn. That's crazy. Like seriously, and it, it, he's so stubborn that it 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 makes me makes me mad. <laughs> it do. I don't even want to tell me. Oh wait, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Wait, wait, wait. Would you give up the Eagles winning another Super Bowl for Glenn Rivers to get fired? I want Glenn Rivers to get fired. Damn, damn! You let the Eagles lose in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but... lose. I, I I want him out of here. Let the Lakers take him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do, man. Like, like, li- listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We could have had what, what's the cat name? Brett Brown before him. These coaches that's been on this team has been horrendous. Mm. We we drafted Mark. What's his name? Michael Michael Bridge. Markel Fultz. Markel, no, no, not Markel Markel Fultz. What's the cat name from uh, Villanova? Damn. Oh yeah. Uh, he opened. He Mikhail, opened. Michael Bridges. Yes, that's who I said. Yeah, we had him in our hands, and we traded him away. Then when you when 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 the fans confront him, he gets stubborn. That was that was the old coach, and guess what? A new coach come right in and pick up right where the hell he left off. Dude, we don't owe you shit, bro. <laughs> it's like, yo, we we are fans of this team. We want to know the ins and outs. The, you know, the, the 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 do's and don'ts, the wills and won'ts. We want to know all of that about this damn team. And well, Brett Brown was likable, though. Yeah. Brett Brown was likable. But he was stubborn. He was still stubborn. He was stubborn, but he was likable and tolerable. You know dude, what I mean? Dude, you can like, say that. You know, I, th- I think what John is saying, like, even though, like, you got annoyed with the way that, that Brett Brown, like, coach the team, you actually like Brett Brown as a person. Whereas I feel like for Doc Rivers – I don't know if it's more so that I don't necessarily like him as I don't know him as a person like him. And I think maybe that's the problem because he's really like very antagonistic with the public and very much like I know more than you and I shouldn't even really be having to explain myself to you. And, you know, and I wonder, I hope he's not like that with the, with the guys in the back, you know, because you're not going to follow somebody like that for long, especially when you start losing. And maybe that's why, People have the feel like that's why Chris Paul said what he said about about Doc. You know what I mean? Because that type of attitude is great when you have the reputation and the the the, the receipt to back it up. But he is still resting on the Celtics championship from like the early nineties. I mean, like nobody wants to hear that no more. And now that, that time got him into the Hall of Fame. Yourself inducted as a coach for sure. Like, how you gonna try to compare yourself to Pop? <laughs> right, right there. Win wise, he just—I mean, wins. This like wins. You know how wins are. Like John, 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 John. It's the wins. So he's like pumped his head up. I yeah. don't know. That's he figured he's a Hall of Fame basketball player, and now I can do it as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Won a championship with the Celtics. Had one of the most John. runs versus Kobe. Did Doc win, John? Hmm. Ah, come on. I think he. I mean, you think how many did that? I'm gonna say, if I'm gonna say there were a coaching change. I would. How? I would give it to Sam Cassell. If you notice when the players come off the court, or like in, in, hey. in, no, 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 in no. intermission, I'm, I'm play, to go, different. I'm, I would see different players coaching with Sam Cassell. I'm trying to go around the question. I'm gonna ask you again. 
you, you, you think you smooth, old man River. I'm on to you. How many rings did Doc Rivers win? One. How One. Many Pop, how many do Pop got? Five. Oh! Is one and five equal? I didn't know one and five were equal. No, but he, he's thinking about the win. He's going with the wins, but he won well, as a player, he, too. Guess what? Until you can get some hardware behind you like he got, and, and don't depend on Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen, and Paul Pears and Rondo to save your ass. To be fair, a- right? Like, that's what I'm saying. To be fair, for him to rest yeah. on his wins completely negates the fact that what kind of teams were he coaching? He wasn't coaching scrubs. He didn't get to all those wins with a bunch of no-name nobodies, whatever, what have you. He got to those wins with a bunch of Hall of Fame, surefied Hall of Fame all players. Of, and one NBA championship for all them damn wins. Come on now. Yeah, but he, he didn't pan out in L.A. either with the Clippers, did he? Nope. And then he's going to go back with the Lakers, Right. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. If he think LeBron, no, LeBron, no. No, no, no. Hey, look. If he think he can, he can't handle the Philly fans. Boy, you got some shit on your hands in L.A. Them boys love their basketball out there. Same building, Houston coach. I know that, but I'm trying to tell you, Laker fans, the, the the West Coast, they are in love with the Lakers. So you go ahead and try that mumble jumbo shit if you want down there. Go ahead if you want, but um. Yeah, that's I it. mean, look, look. We we hope that that Doc will eventually see the light, but we're not expecting it. Okay, honestly, I just I just want to see JoJo win a championship because there's not you can't you can't, for a big guy who does what he does. We can't expect this type of season often in the sense of his health. And I'm not talking about the sense of his play. And so when we know how it can go with JoJo, because he plays hard, he plays with passion, and that sometimes comes with that bump in that grind that, you know, gets him hurt. And when he's hurt, I don't think he's as mentally engaged as when he's not hurt. And I, that makes a lot of sense. When I'm hurt, I'm not physically as as focused and dialed into my work and my details as I would be if I was completely healthy, you know? So I, I'm just I, – like – the city of Philadelphia has dealt with a lot of disappointment. Okay, we are we are we are uh, we are covered against that. We know how to deal with heartbreaking losses. Okay, but I don't want to deal. I don't know. I don't. I just don't want to see JoJo crying again. <laughs> I want to see him holding up a trophy. I want to see him happy. I want to see him feeling like ah, so excited and just tears of joy. And I, if Doc Rivers has to be the coach. Right now, for it to be right now, because I feel like this is the best time, then I'm 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 okay with that. Hell to the no. <laughs> oh, you can have that. All right, well, I'll let Whip have the last word on that. And and since we ran over talking about Doc and we included Tobias, let's just go right on to that ad break. All right. All right. So let's get to it. I'm I'm really excited, okay? The NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. 
All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can bet can also bet during the first round with the same game parlays. Combine multiple bets for the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, place the same game parlay on each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 in free bets back if one leg doesn't hit. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TPPN, scrolling down on the bottom of our screen, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility? Excuse me. Uh, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, now that sounds like a really good deal. Y'all better get on that, okay? Uh, switching gears a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I think we all have pretty good expectations for the Sixers on Monday, and and we definitely are all going to be there to see them. Switching things. Let's get back to um, our birds, you know, because the the NFL draft is next week. Um, we had some interesting news coming in earlier this week that J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is all of a sudden switching positions. He's now going from a wide receiver to a tight end, which makes sense because he was pretty much a blocking tight end last season anyway, in my opinion. Um, but I really wanted to know, man, by the look of Whip's face, I already know how y'all felt about the switch in the move and what do you think that that means uh, for J.J.'s chances of making the – the team let's start with you john how are you feeling tonight about that um i think it was bound to happen just i mean i for two two reasons two things first that he he played h back at stanford so like he was a bigger body receiver we have a surplus of receivers or we're going to have a surplus of receivers so let's try to keep him on the squad you know how he wants to save face for making that pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at least let's try something new, keep him on the squad. And he's, he may excel in it, actually. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I was can't, like, it's about time. I can't, I can't have a chance? I don't, I don't know. He might have a chance. But then again, if you look at look at who we have outside of Dallas Goddard. That's my Harry point. Jackson will That's come off the ACL. He won't be ready until October. That's my point. Right, like you, Jack like, Stone like you looked at the and, number. I think exactly uh, what you say, John. Old man, uh, what's his name? The Richard, Richard Rod, Dick Rod. Yeah, no, I agree exactly what you say, John. I feel like um, uh, JJ looked at the numbers. Somebody sat him down and had a conversation with him and said, "Hey, man, look, look, special teams ain't enough." Okay, they're going to draft some young guys who will go out there and play special teams. If you don't switch positions, your odds of making the team are, are honestly really low. So why not get you into something that you're already used to doing, blocking, and then get you to, okay, we'll have you run maybe one or two outlet plays. or we'll not really have you do that too much. We don't need you to be the passing uh, tight end. That's what we have Dallas for. And Dallas can focus a little bit more on refining his receiver skills. And then we can use JJ for the blocking that Dallas did. I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, it creates more utility out of the player that we really weren't getting any value out of, to be honest. It's not like we could do the same with Jalen Rager. So, I mean, honestly, we might as well try to see what we could we can get. And, and Whip is not 
having it for y'all on the pod. I really get you to get over YouTube so you can see with space right now. <laughs> me, and, me and John are all bought in. We're sold. We're sold. This man is like, He's the same size as Evan Ingram. Oh my god. So we'll say so Whip, please, please let us know why are you not as enthused about this switch? <laughs> so we <laughs> <laughs> Yep. How many picks did the Eagles have in this draft? Somebody remind me. Eleven, I think now? Maybe ten or eleven. So you finna tell me that <laughs> you finna tell me that they gonna sit here. And convert a former wide receiver <laughs> who was booty butt grandmom's ass on this team since he's been drafted here. And his only attributes that he has is just a little bit of blocking. So you say, you know what? I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose some money. I need to convert the tight end. So you guys right now, just finna tell me that y'all are super hyped. About JJ or Sega White Side. Not hyped. I, I, his physical wait, traits wait, are nice. Wait, I wait. Mean, he's wait. a nice kid. Uh, 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 no, 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 no. Not yet, good brother. <laughs> so you finna tell me y'all hype knowing damn well Howie Roseman is going to draft another tight end. He better do from, from Maryland. That tight end from Maryland right. is nice. Yo, let, let me tell you something, man. Like, I, I love my three birds family guys. If y'all are watching this, yo, the, these two here are amazing. <laughs> Listen, if if you have never in your life met two gung ho fans, <laughs> enter Afia and John Monroe. Okay, right, these two here has to be by far <laughs> the biggest. Eagles fans I have ever met in my life. <laughs> okay? These, these two are they are hype <laughs> for our Sega. Listen to me. JJ or Sega Whiteside to be a tight end. Think about that, guys. <laughs> really? I think it has a little potential. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm gonna stand my ground there, and yeah, I don't think I don't think it's just high, you know, glass half full, just positivity, you know, this, that, and the third. I really, genuinely think he may have some. He's certainly gonna have way more value in that room than he had in the wide receiver. room. Okay, you've been around, and, you've, been around you've been around old man River too much because you 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 <laughs> grab with some of his positivity. Yeah, you know, those Weeks without you, Rose, just too much of a good time. I need your I negative see. energy. I, I feed off of it. Ah. Maybe, maybe it was time for the negativity to come. Yeah, I need it. I need a rain cloud. I'm praying on my parade. Oh my God. Listen, listen, listen. The, the draft is almost here, guys. All jokes aside, the draft is almost here. You know, I don't trust Howie Roseman as far as I can throw him, man. I don't. Okay, it's a lot of needs that need to be addressed. Um, I'm nervous, and I and I repeat because I said it on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. No, not let's go back. Maybe two or three months ago, two months ago, I sat here and told both of you that I have a tradition. I usually watch draft day, but I am so 
nervous out my mind that I'm going to skip my tradition just so I can, because I, I don't, I don't want to bring bad karma or bad luck. Uh, you hear, know me what, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. And the reason why I say that, because every time, and John can vouch for this, because <laughs> he got, he got his tradition from me. So we, we became one. So he can vouch this. Every time we watch that show, because we text each other a night, a day before, we watch it around the same time, and we, we go to sleep like it's Christmas, and we wake up, it's, it's <laughs> we do it every year. That's why I love it. That's my bro. But you have to ask yourself, John, maybe it's time, dude, we do the opposite. Because if we do the opposite, maybe how we may do the goddamn opposite and do something that we need him to do. Every time we watch that damn movie, the same shit happens. He's going to break our hearts. We're going to sit there and go crazy and we're going to be miserable. That's what's going to wind up happening. And I'm not setting myself up for it no more. I refuse to do it. <laughs> okay, I see the method of the madness. I, I feel the method of the madness. You decide, you feel like if you stop following your tradition, maybe finally he'll shake things up, you know? Let me let me play devil's advocate though for a second, okay? Since we're on the topic of the draft. All right. Since we're gonna we're gonna finish the night with I think the the best discussion of the night is kind of getting into our favorite time. It's for any uh football nerd or anybody who loves just the, the game of football, the draft night is the best because that is the most exciting part of your team. You're full of opportunity and hope that this player and this thing and this will completely change the trajectory of of your team and we certainly hope that for the draft because we got 10 picks okay and we have a lot of flexibility of things that we have 11 okay um the other day i want to get to my devil's advocate question okay the other day i was reading this article um by elliot sure parks actually i know i i know y'all don't like esp but hear me out 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 all right to you Philadelphia is over there hear me out with Okay, so I'm reading this article by ESP, and he's he's commenting on a broader ESPN argument that took a look at um, the last, I guess, past seven or nine drafts since like 2012 or whatever like that, and compared the all the GMs in the league and how we came out sixth on the list of good GMs during the draft. I was surprised by that number, and when they dug deeper. They were saying, like, if you if you if you mediate 2012 with 2015, okay, you take those two away, those cancel each other out. Howie still has had pretty great draft, notwithstanding, um, you know, 2016. Because guess what, 2018 is panning out pretty well. This last draft is supposedly looking very good. 2019, we seem to be doing okay. So, comparative to the rest of the league. How is six at the draft? So what say you then to this idea and this perception for fans that he's terrible at drafting? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait one goddamn minute. <laughs> Pause. <gasps> Did I just hear the lovely affair? I, I know so I must be on something is wrong. I'll make sure. <laughs> All right, I'm all here. Did I just hear this woman just compliment Howie Roseman? You you haven't been here these last couple of weeks, bro. I've I've been she, nice. She just, 
compliment. I've been how, nice oh, to oh, Howie Roseman these past couple weeks, bro. <laughs> listen, listen, credit where credit is due. What? He's a great trader. He trades well. Yeah. Yo, what happened to my sister, yo? <laughs> you want to hear, bro? Yeah. You want to hear? John got yeah. to me. John got to me, bro. Hey, <laughs> you, you did that 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 SpongeBob episode when he was acting normal, like hi, I'm normal. You you did that to her. You did that to her. <laughs> you did something to her because I have never <laughs> I've met somebody who hate Howie Roseman more than me, and this woman hates him more than I do. Oh, don't get it twisted. He can still get fired. You 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 on that Glenn Rivers tip? I'm on that Howie Roseman tip. Okay, I I lose a championship for Howie I, Roseman to get I, fired. I, Will never ever 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 besides 2017 get that man props. You have you still have the honey badger out there who's still not on his team. Darkest Landry is still out there. You refuse to address people who has an identity. And have y'all noticed that? They refuse to bring in people who have an identity. Okay. okay? And that and, and, and if nobody has not realized that yet, that is the burning bridge of this team. This mm -hmm. is why Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie conduct their business. If you are not a yes man, you cannot be on this team, man. And that is the problem. Okay? Think about this, guys. Before Bobby Wagner went to the Rams, he was out there for how long? Since the since the beginning of free agency, right? Because they got rid of. Ain't it kind of strange that you wouldn't bring in probably the best linebacker in the free agency period to for a visit or a call? You got Jarvis Jarvis Landry out there who is known for not biting his tongue, who still don't have a job. The Honey Badger is still out there, even though they saying talks is going on. He's still not an eagle. The whole point of it is, is that if you don't, what's the word? Hear no evil, say no evil. What's that? Speak no evil, hear no evil, say no evil. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 dumb. Like, I, 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 I can't, I can't, and I refuse. I won't give that man any props. He is another man who got to get the hell up out of here, Glenn Rivers. I'm, no, listen, I hear you. I'm not, listen. I'm telling you right now, okay? You know how I feel about Howie Roseman. You know that I don't think that Howie Roseman... I don't think Howie Roseman is good at the draft. You know that. I don't think Howie Roseman is good at personnel. You know that. But I can't throw out the baby with the bathwater because he's never getting fired, okay? He's never, ever getting... I mean, absolutes, but he ain't getting fired anytime soon. So I might as well be... Getting awareness on the things that he does well and hopes that he'll continue to do better because then they want to do not root for the Eagles because Howie Roseman's the GM. Like, guess, guess what? Let me tell you something. Y'all gonna think this is funny. <laughs> so, I have a gaming channel on YouTube and I was playing Madden. And when I was doing my, you know, my voiceover on my video, I said that I'm a diehard Eagles fan, but I refuse to um, play with the Eagles again because Howie Roseman is the GM. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I said that. And the reason why I said that is because I know for a fact 
I'm going to sit here with Devontae Smith and I'm going to catch all these balls and Jalen Hurts ain't going to be able to run. He's going to fumble the ball. I don't have no weapon to throw it to. So what's the purpose of me playing John Matt and knowing damn well I'm going to get my ass whipped because I have no weapons when I can go grab another team that got all the weapons that I really want in real life that this asshole refused to sign? That's true. Or draft. Correct. Where's the lovely host Sophia? I'm not sure. Um, all right. We're going to keep gonna come back. All rolling. Um, yeah, we're going to keep the ball rolling. If this is your, um, if you're just tuning in, welcome to Three Birds and a Punt. I am your co host, Squip. That's the other co host, John. Hey. Uh, our, our other partner, co host, is having some technical difficulties, but we're going to keep this party rolling. Go ahead, John. I think Howie's being reluctant to make a big signing after signing Kazir Way and Hassan Reddick. I think they're going to wait. I, they tried to – they like him. He would be a game changer in the in the back half of that defense. But he wants a lot of money. Cool. Bobby Wagner? No. Cool. Honey Badger. Man, listen, dude. It's still there, though. He's going to wait till, he's gonna wait till after the draft to see, may, what, may, to see what we – to see what us and the Saints do in the draft. Now, if we – if we – I heard reports of Dirk, Dirk, the, uh, Howie and them are looking to move up. To get Kyle Wilson, Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. That's I heard her. I saw that report, and I was like, "Oh, I hope they don't move." This is the year. All the teams in the top, they're trying to trade out of their picks. There's yeah. no like clear cut like number one. You saw how like that dude uh, Kavon Thibodeau, the defensive end from Oregon. You see how he was the consensus number one pick before the season ended, before the Super Bowl, and everything. Now. That we go through all the pro, like the combine and things like that, yeah, which he's is okay. dropping. And he, they say he didn't have a good interview. He left early from. He left the combine early. Like his interviews weren't great. I was like, damn, he was a clear cut number one, no first overall pick, and now he's dropping. And that's so, why. That's why I like. I say, man, you know, um. You got to go get who you want. You know what I mean? If you want him, go get him. But I don't think that um, the safety you was just talking about, he's he's not worth dra- drafting up the grab. Hell with that, man. Listen, um, what's the linebacker? Uh, what's the name? Jacoby? No, what's the boy name? Jacoby uh, Dean. Yeah, him. Jacoby Dean. Yes. Lord, cuz, listen here. I would not be mad if we got him. And that uh, what's the other cat name? The wide receivers, uh, Pickens. That's the name. Oh, oh we're, we're trying to get George in the second round, though. That's it. Was it? Am I saying his last name George right? George Pickens. Yeah, that he's nice. Man, I saw him on all the. Dude, uh, listen, he was coming up before he signed at Georgia. Man, listen, I saw him. Yo, he's nice. If we can come out the draft with those two, it's successful. Mm-hmm. See, this is why. This is why I I I have hopes, and I don't even believe I'm saying this, God. Darn it. <laughs> I have hopes that he's going to finally do the unexpected and draft the linebacker in the first round. reason why I say that is because two reasons. He got to see Dallas draft that. Van Der Esch. No, not, not Van Der Esch, the one. The, the, oh, the Parsons. Sorry. You got to see this man become a juggernaut and destroy the NFL. Okay. The NFL is a copycat league, I'm pretty sure. They they seen it, and they want something like that in their own. Number two, 
do you remember when they drafted um, Miles Sanders? What did Howie Roseman say? He said, hey, Philly, I finally drafted a running back. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So he it lets you know his air is to the ground. He listens. Okay? So you you got 11 picks, man. Go grab your linebacker. Go grab your wide receiver. Then attack everything else from there. You know what I mean? So that's the only way I see it happening, and that's the only way that I hope it happens. I go corner. I, I really hope we can get um, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, that would be nice, man. That would be nice. but Stingley will be a good alternative, too. And Stingley's dad, Stingley, uh, his dad, his grandfather is – um, the player that was that was uh, paralyzed by Jack Tatum from the Raiders back in the day, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Stingley, his dad worked for the Philadelphia Star, the um, the Philadelphia Soul. Okay, he was assistant coach for the Philadelphia Soul, so he is familiar with the Eagles. Very, very. Familiar. Well, we're we gonna see, bro. We gonna see. Well, listen. Um, guys, we just got word that um our co-host may not be coming back. Oh, there she goes. I'm back. <laughs> I was about to say because we was about to end the show, man, because it's almost that time. I um, know. I can't even believe it. From the my, fa- I was so looking forward to this, and my computer must have known how excited I was to talk about <laughs> yeah, this topic. It, it froze on you because you started talking that love of Howie Roseman. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think this was right on time. They said, you know what? We ain't having this shit. And then it said, I ain't with that bullshit. Yeah. I don't know who and, this uh, is, but like, it ain't a like, thing. It, the computer said, the computer said, yo, either get down or lay down, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's like this, this is an unauthorized user. Abort, yeah, yeah, abort. You can't do that. <laughs> but what, what we were saying before we get ready to get up out of here, I wanted to get your takes on the upcoming draft. And what do you think Howie Roseman need to do with the 15th and 18th pick in the draft? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So um, I definitely think that our top priorities is it sounds very obviously like basic to say this, but our top priority has to be the, the the top defensive player left on the board and the top offensive player left on the board. I don't. I'm honestly not not troubled by the position. Why? And I'm going to tell you why. Because at 15 and 18 teams historically, Howie is terrible at drafting there. Yeah. Terrible. I honestly, I'd much rather him package the one of those picks and move up into the top ten, where his odds of success are way better, and or go back into the second round and get more bang for his buck than pick at. Who was our last 15, 14th pick? Do you remember? No, you like, know, I, Derek Barnett. Would you, Derek Barnett? <laughs> okay, and where did we pick Jalen Rager? Fifteen. In the teens. Okay. So to me, honestly, if we are trying to force a need pick in the teens, they're not I honestly don't think they're gonna be good because they're probably gonna be like maybe the 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 third or fourth best at that position spot. But if we just pick the best player available, period, I don't care if it's offense or defense, best player available, period, any number, I think we'll plan out. Well, 
We're going to see. All right. Well, that has been this episode of Three Birds. I'm sorry I missed that part, but you know, the computer going to do what it's going to do. And obviously, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. I'm just just here. Okay. Please make sure you are subscribing and downloading the podcast. We're streaming on Apple, Spotify, Megaphone, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. And right now, we're follow us on Twitter and on YouTube at Three Birds and a Punt. You can follow me personally at According to Afia on twitter okay you can follow my guy whip at with a delf oh no no that's right homeboy done changed it again yeah, it's, it's to the point to where just follow me on three birds and a point like, follow, just follow. <laughs> and paint god isn't it paint god paint god 2k that's right i got you for next week paint god 2k all <laughs> right <laughs> and then we also got let's who are we following let's see last one John Monroe Jr. Oh, man. Oh, you, you, see? you see? You see how you see where the name comes from? <laughs> All right, y'all. Before we get out of here, hit that subscribe button. Okay, that has been a great episode of Three Birds and a Punt. Deuces. Go Birds. Deuces. Go, go birds. birds. Go Sixers, too, damn it. Go Sixers, go Sixers. yeah. Get that win. Go Phillies. Peace. Peace. Peace.